prateada se esconder E o sol dourado aparecer Amanheceu um lindo dia Cheirando alegria Pois eu sonhei e acordei pensando nela Welcome to Closets, everybody, and today is Wednesday, all day, half the night, Wednesday, March 26th, and I'm here in the studio with my goddess of engines, my engineeress, Arita, um, dance en route, and we wish him safe passage um, into, into, into the studios today. So, you know, I want to do a quick roundup of gay news, and then we have got a great show for you today about bullying okay so it's not about bullying it's not about how to bully but it's about how important today is because today um hundreds of 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 wonderful michigan people from all over the state um went to lansing to talk about to talk about lobbying not to talk about lobbying, to lobby um, uh, for Matt's Safe Schools um, Lobby Day, um, organized by Triangle Foundation. So, um, so we will have a couple of really great pieces from from that lobby. Dan, are you there? So a little bit about um, why this is important. Um, so LGBT people, gender non-normative people, are victims of bullying every day. Um, Matt's Safe Schools Law um, is important. It's, it's House Bill 4162 or 4091. It's also Senate Bill um, 107. So it's important. Um, you write that down, you take that down, because we um, need you to talk to your state senators and your state representatives. Um, it's a huge, school bullying is a major and persistent problem, okay? Um, it has major consequences. And one of the things that I found was most interesting about, um, about bullying is that heteronormative behavior, so heterosexist behavior, not just... It, it hurts, certainly it hurts our LGBT children, our LGBT students, but it also hurts our straight students. So, okay, what does that mean? 
is that even makes sense because straight people are the, are the majority and oftentimes they are the bulliers. But think about this. So if someone is being bullied, so if someone is being called fag or tranny or lesbo or dyke, if they're being called that, whether or not they are, right, what happens is that there's this chilling effect. So that means that straight folks, straight little boys and little girls will hear that, will see that, and will say, you know, I can't be different because I'm going to be bullied. So it stifles, it hurts, it, it, it victimizes not only um, LGBT people, but straight people too. And this is why it's major, it's persistent, has major consequences, and we need to, to do something about it. So that's why there's a lobby day today. So we're going to take a quick musical break. Um, we'll get our wits about us here. We're going to be joined by Brett Beckerson from the Triangle Foundation. We're going to hear um, some great clips from the Trevor Project, which is a great organization. And um, you're listening to Clauses for Clothes on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And we will be right back. And we're back in listening to WCBN FM and Arbor. Um, 
88.3 closes for close. We're waiting for our guest to call in, uh, Brett Buckerson from the Triangle Foundation. Um, and so, so let me give you a little bit of background for people who don't know about um, Matt's Safe School Law. So it's about, um, it was named after Matt Epling, um, who killed himself when he was 14 after being bullied. You know, last week we talked about hate crime a little bit. We talked about the chilling effect that, can you tell that chilling effect is a, a little a term that I learned? Anyway, so um, it, it has this effect on people about um, on how to, to act and not to act. And we've got to give our, our children, we've got to give our um, young people, um, we've got to give everyone the ability and the chance to express themselves as their true selves. James Baldwin says, you know, you've got to live your most authentic life because you don't get to live anyone else's. It's the only chance you get. Um, so Matt Ebling's parents, um, Kevin and Tammy, and his sister Kirsten um, established this site, and it's um, the the website is mattepling.com, um, M-E-T-T-E-P-L-I-N-G.com. Um, and... And you know they're 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 totally behind this this whole anti-bullying thing because and it, it blows my mind you know why people would um, would want to um, to oppose an anti-bullying initiative. So Matt Epling in um, in O two um, was uh, <laughs> um. He, he took his own life because of a bullying incident. Um, there was hazing. Um, so that's why it's called Matt Safe School Law. Um, since, o, since 01, Michigan has lost five children related to instances of school bullying. Um, they include Tempest, Matt, Crystal, Christina, and Austin. Um, and I know that one, Tempest, um, her mother um, established the Tempest Smith Foundation. And the Tempest Fist Foundation, Tempest, it's an amazing story because um, she herself wasn't um, lesbian or gender non-normative, but her mother did, was and does identify that way. So, so we're getting children who are, who, are, who are bullied because of who they are and who their families are. Um, I'm, I want to talk a little bit more about what... Um, the facts about Matt's safe schools also in Oakland County schools surveyed 200 high school students and 84% said they witnessed someone being bullied in, and 98% said they had witnessed teasing. Um, you know, students are perceived to be, to, that are different, are at greatest risk. If we think about, um, you know, if, if a child who's marginalized as the other, they're at risk for bullying. Schools have to create a safe environment for all students. That's why they're there. They're safe places for students to be, to learn. Um, most bullying happens against youth based on their appearance. Um, and a lot of the people who are in schools don't see uh, the protection of at-risk minority students as part of their responsibility, which is just wrong. Um, more than 84% of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender students report being verbally harassed because of their sexual orientation and nearly 40% report physical harassment. Um, and almost all, like more than 90% of, of LGBT students regularly hear anti-LGBT comments at school. You know, there was recently this, this, um, this survey done in Australia about that's so gay, and we hear that all the time. So people saying that's so gay, oh my God, that's so gay, that's so gay. You know, um, and they found that children who were saying that's so gay um, would say it unless there was a gay person in the room. So why is that significant? Well, I think it's because people understand that saying that's so gay is wrong. There are certain instances and, and times when um, saying that is wrong, so why say it at all? And you know, I often tell people, don't tell when you're correcting someone. Don't say, don't say that in front of me. You know, the message should be, don't say that at all, not just in front of me. And it's the hardest thing to teach. How, how do we get people to, to not say that's so gay? And it's incredibly hard to teach. Um, you know, we often say um, to talk about um, um, why it's important to you that people use inclusive language. Um, 
and um, you know that most of the majority of the students who are bullied for being quote unquote gay actually turn out to be straight, right? Yeah. So, um, why do we lobby? Educators and administrators want help, but they need direction. Their heart's in the right place, but they don't know how. Um, without clear direction about what behavior is prohibited, um, many school officials may not act when necessary. Um, so that's a little bit more about Matt's Safe Schools Law and why it's important. Um, you know, Matt's Safe Schools Law, it won't increase costs. Um, but it'll increase, it'll increase safety. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take um, another quick break um, while we forget our technical difficulties. And um, thanks for hanging in there. You're listening to Closets for Close. And um, I'll talk to you on the other side. O rei da confusão Um trabalhava na feira Outro na construção A semana passada No fim da semana João resolveu não brigar No domingo de tarde Saiu apressado e não foi pra Ribeira jogar Capoeira não foi pra lá Pra Ribeira foi namorar José, como sempre, no fim da semana Guardou a barraca e sumiu Foi fazer no domingo um passeio no parque Lá perto da boca do rio Foi no parque que ele avistou Julieta foi que ele viu Foi que ele viu Juliana na roda com João Uma rosa e um sorvete na mão Juliana, seu sonho, uma ilusão Juliana e o amigo João O espinho da rosa feriu Zé E o sorvete gelou seu coração O sorvete e a rosa And we're on with uh, Brad Beckerson. Brad, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi, Brad. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. Can you do me a favor and turn your radio down a little? Um, I actually don't have my radio on at all. Okay, well, great. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking about Lobby Day. How'd it go? Lobby Day was absolutely phenomenal. It was, um, we had the largest turnout for any Lobby Day ever. It was phenomenal. Over 150 people showed up. Wow, so 150 people. So walk me through the day. So I know that you started your day pretty early, and we're talking with Brett Beckerson of the Triangle Foundation. Um, so you started your day pretty early, right? So, so how, did, how did things go? What was the schedule? Well, the schedule kind of around 7, we, um, we, got, we got there, and we started setting up, and people started showing up at 8. Uh, just loads of people from across the state started showing up at 8 and registering, um, finding out who their senators were, were if they didn't know beforehand, uh, getting information about what they should do, how do you lobby, what's entailed in this bill, what, what isn't, what changes, what's not, um, how the day is going to go. Uh, then around 10 o'clock, we went into the uh, actual the Senate room, and we, saw, we got to meet a lot of the senators and, and see how their proceedings were going. And individuals actually got to lobby at that time and meet their senators from around 10 to 12. And we broke... Sorry, go ahead. And were they, you know, happy to see you? Or did they know you oh. were coming? Was this like Well, here's a- an interesting <laughs> thing. is Everyone knew we were coming. Everyone got, you know, this has been advertised um, pretty well for, the, you know, several months. And so they all knew that we were coming uh, from, both, from both sides of the aisle, Republicans and Senators, or Republicans and uh, Democrats, rather. And um, they, they all knew that we were coming. What actually was interesting, though, is that uh, a lot of the Republicans had a caucus today which prohibited them from actually uh, uh, talking one-on-one with a, lot of the, uh, with a lot of their constituents who wanted to lobby them about safe schools law. Interesting. So, so do you think they did that on purpose? 
Um, I, I couldn't even speculate on it. Uh, from from what I hear is, is that these caucuses can come up uh, rather sporadically and that uh, it just happened to happen today. So I, I'm, it, it'd be totally speculation of whether or not it happened on purpose. But I, I, I would doubt it because there's a, there's, a, there's a huge portion of the community, uh, of the LGBT community, but also a, a large number of people from, from non-LGBT identities that came there to lobby for themselves uh, and, and for their communities. So um, I don't think anything was done, pur- uh, was done purposefully, but we actually did get a lot of great feedback from everyone that was there. People felt really empowered. They were able to share their voices, and they were able to know that something is going to be done for safety. So Brilliant, brilliant. And, and so what were some of the things that the senators you were able to meet with? Well, how, did they, how did they react to things? How did they take um, your presence there? Well, our presence was really well received. Actually, one of the most moving things that happened was uh, the press conference where um, family members of individuals that took their own lives because of bullying spoke and shared their stories. And uh, towards the end, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. It was really, it was really quite a moving event. Uh, so, I mean, in, in that respect, like everything, there was no, there was no harshness. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There was nothing that was really... Um, we got any kind of, you, you know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? It was everything was really well received, and we were, our, all communities there, the individuals that were there, we were, we were, we were embraced, and we really felt like we were making change, and they were listening. So even though they didn't, even though they didn't leave the caucus area for the most part, mm-hmm. um, they were there, they were listening, they were part of it. You know, they, it was really, it was, it was really a great day. For everyone, and, and people were very pleased with the end results. So, well, that's excellent. So, what did the families say? Did they say, you know, like this is why it's important? Like, what, what, what was some of the, the the stories that they shared and things they said? Well, each family shared, you know, their own personal stories about what about what their what their child went through on on a daily basis and when what it was like. Uh, but um, really, it was there was a there was a mother who shared her story, and she said, you know. If you don't, if you don't have someone to tell your story, you can you can come tell me. Uh, it's just it was so wow. you know, talk to your parents. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, everyone like somebody loves you and someone thinks you deserve to be here. Uh, and it was really it was really so powerful and just you could see the vulnerability of the the students from from all over the state and teachers and parents that were there. They were just so open, and just you could see that they that bullying is such a major issue in their schools that they really, they were there they were there to try to make a difference, and that these parents who had lost their children um, were you know they were they were willing to help facilitate that, and they were and not only were they there to lobby, but they were there to embrace the kids that were there to try to make a difference, and uh, that was really that was really powerful. That's amazing. So you had a lot of youth there. We had youth from around everywhere. We had people from the UP. We had people from Northern Michigan, West Side. It was all over the state. Uh, everywhere was represented, and the, a lot of youth. Like I personally contacted a lot of the GSAs from across the state, um, and uh, all the high schools too that that we could that had some kind of affiliation with uh, any kind of progressive movement, or it had some kind of call and or whatnot. Uh, got the information out there. People seemed really engaged about this. That bullying is an issue in every single school, mm-hmm. and uh, people sent people sent busloads of people to come. And it was uh, yeah. So we had a lot of youth represented, but we also had a, re- a real big diversity uh, in ages and also ethnicities and identities and whatnot. And so uh, it wasn't it wasn't so much youth focused, but the youth had a really powerful impact because they are individuals in who this would affect. So it was it was great. That. So what happens now? So people have gone lobbying, and so the lobbying is really so it's people sent into to talk to their representatives mm-hmm. and their senators, and they they just tell their story and why it's important, right? So what happens now? What what who's who's it up to? Well, it's up to it is up to the uh, the education committee through the Senate, uh, which is run by an individual, uh, Senator Wayne Kuyper from Ottawa County, uh, who has the power to really create the change. Uh, and so what's going to happen now is actually that, um, well, what's going to happen is that the, the senators are going to review, the senators who are not, what, this is interesting, and sorry, I keep rattling on, I'm not being very eloquent in my words, but um, what's going to, there's a lot of senators who actually co-sponsored the bill uh-huh. and co-signed the bill. Uh-huh. And so there's a lot of senators who are already on board. 
uh, but there's a few who aren't, and the, the few who aren't actually have the power and kind of can sway it uh, to see whether or not it's actually going to pass. So uh, we, we were able to get to them, and, we, and uh, actually at the end of the day, there was a resolution um, of, or something or other that was that was said that you know we, we hear your message and we're gonna we're gonna try to work with something we're either changing it amending it in in the end like uh, there it is our hope and we kind of see that it's possible that an anti-bullying legislation will be passed so perhaps not the one that we have in front of us but we will you know we will work with them and create a compromise so that an anti-bullying legislation will be passed so that's huge right so so did um. Is, is my right to understand that this is past the the House already? What happened is, is last year on March twenty eighth, two thousand seven, it passed the House, uh-huh. uh, and we had to go through. Well, we had this seven and a half page document, you know, just you know, outlining everything that we wanted to happen in the state for anti bullying legislation, and it got and it got kind of uh, I don't want to say dwindled down, but you know, through compromises, it, it got to uh, to a size of about about three pages. Hmm. So that's where we're at right now with this, and it and it's still it's still it's it's what it's what we want. People are people will be safer. Schools will be safer. You know, there will be some sort of a repercussion for students that perpetually bully students. So, mm. um, it was it's it's uh, it's it's where we it's where we would like something to be, and so that's so that's really great for um, for the state and for these students, and um, you know, for for all of us really. So, Brett, I'm going to ask a personal question to prepare sure. yourself. So, so why is this? I mean, why is this important to you? Like, why bullying is the issue? Why, why bullying and not marriage, or why bullying and not, you know, um, HIV? Well, I think I think what's interesting is that you know, no one's. I mean, I mean, not to my knowledge, is that it's not a. Uh, no one's really taking their own lives. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many there's so many things. Uh, uh, so many barriers that come up when when individuals can't join in a union and they don't have those protective rights, uh, they don't have domestic partner benefits, they don't have you know just uh, a myriad of things that that go along with marriage issues. But what happens with with students, uh, which is an, it's not just uh, a, a, an LGBT issue, it is uh, just it's a youth issue. It's you know and it predominantly affects you know 84 percent of LGBT students in in America say that they are are bullied regularly. So that's a, that's you know. A, a, ma- a vast majority of LGBT people who are bullied, but um, you know at the same time, you know a lot of kids are bullied just by perceiving to be gay or for any other reason, whether they have a disability, uh, it's an issue with their size, uh, their uh, economic status, uh, their race, ethnicity, their religion, what they wear, how they present themselves. All these issues happen to students every single day, and, uh, and it's 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 unreal the kind of treatment that they get, and. Students are committing suicide over them. This is something, you know, when you hear these stories about, you know, just kids that were just, you know, just beautiful human beings who were just bullied every single day. Uh, and in the end, they felt that they weren't welcome, you know, on Earth. And they just decided to take their own lives. And it's, it's so tragic. And that's kind of what gets me uh, passionate about it is because, you know, everyone has a right to be whoever they are. And furthermore, everyone has a right to exist. And these mm-hmm. kids are made to feel like they didn't have a right to exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's really what, that's what, that's, that's my, per- I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, as a member of the LGBT community, you know, I, I, I certainly I had a, uh, I was, I was bullied, but, um, you know, I, I never to the degree where these students were bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just something that's so relentless and, and often, and, and often very physical. So from a personal standpoint, I can't say that, uh, uh, you know, like my bullying, it was horrible. And I saw other bullies. I saw, I saw kids being bu- bullied, you know, far worse than I was. But, you know, my, my passion behind it is because I wouldn't want something like this to happen to anyone that I knew, a member of my family. Uh, even I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't, I would hate to see someone being bullied. And not not step in, and then not be there for them if if some mm-hmm. if, if they felt that they, you know, right. that, that they deserved to die. So and yeah. So why why would someone? Why are there senators who oppose this? I don't understand. Like wh- if bullying, you're right. Bullying mm-hmm. crosses social identities. So why yeah. are there people who are? Who would just say you know no? I mean I don't think our children should be protected. I don't I don't get it. Well, the ma- the major thing is that individual, like some of the senators uh, and a lot of people in government, think that 
they that the bill provides special rights for special groups, and that's the terminology that they've actually used too. And uh, the bill actually does that. What it states is that you know all students will be protected, and with that protection under categories such as, and it you know it lists everything like race, religion, ethnicity, you know, and and because you know yes, sexual orientation, gender identity, and expression, you know has, you know, raised some red flags for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, some just for, there are, there are a lot of things that, you know, presumption, there needs to be a lot of education, and people really need to know what it is that's going on um, and, what, and what these terms even mean. You know, often, so, so often there's just, people just assume and they make presumptions off of stereotypes and the stigmas that we've had for years. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Um, that it's a gay it, thing, right? Yeah. That, yeah, that it's a gay, that it's, and that, that this bill, it, that it's a gay bill. And I think, like, just from my own personal perspective, is, is last year we came at it from, you know, that, you know, we are trying, we are an LGBT community, and we are here to, um, you know, we are here, if you don't have a GSA at your school, if you don't have a supportive family network, if you don't have, you know, supportive friends, you'll always have Triangle. You'll uh-huh. always have the LGBT organizations in your community there to support you. And we're doing it here with this legislation. So, I mean, that, is, that in a way, so we were really coming out and saying, you know, for all those students who were, you know, just feeling so lost and, and helpless and without any kind of social network or, or backing or support, mm-hmm. that we were there for them. And now coming into the Senate, we realize that we need to be, you know, all-inclusive. And that we need to really say that, you know, like, yes, we are here for our, for our you know, our LGBT youth, uh-huh. but we are here for everybody because no one deserves this treatment. You know, no matter, no matter if you're gay or perceived to be gay or if it's because, you know, you're short uh, or if it's because something that you cannot control. So um, we want to make sure that we, we, that we are viewed as an organization that is here for everybody and that really supports our LGBT youth. So what can people do now? So, so I didn't go to lobby day, right? So what can yeah. I do? Is there something I can do? Is, oh, my God, there's so much you can do. So few people know that they can actually contact their own senators, that there's a phone number you can call, and you can you know, tell them what you think. Uh, and so what you can do is, um, is you can find out who your senator is. Like, a lot of people don't know, and a lot of, oftentimes uh, people get their state senators confused with, like, uh, you know, the national senators, like Debbie Stabenow. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the Debbie Stabenow is not the state senator. It's not your state senator. You know, my state senator is Tupac Hunter. I live in Dearborn Heights. So you just, you find out who that is, and you find out their phone number, and you call them, and you say that you are in support of Matt's safe schools law. Uh, a lot of, there are a lot of senators that are in support of it, that have co-signed it, and you can call them, and you can say, you know, thank you so much for supporting this bill. This really means a lot to me. You know, if you, you know, please continue to be a part of, of moving this bill forward. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but there are, there are other senators that, you know, are not in favor of it or who want to amend it or who want to, or who just want to see some changes happen. Uh, or maybe they, maybe they do need some more education on what the bill actually means and, and whatnot, and, uh, or more education on our community, perhaps, if, if that is their barrier. But I, I, think, I think for the most part they have a pretty good understanding of, of where we stand and, and what we are and whatnot. So what they can do is find out who they are, and if they, if they don't know who it is, they can go to our website at try.org, www.tri.org, and there's a spot where they can find out who their elected officials are. You just put in your zip code and then the last four, di- four digits of your zip code, the ones that say specifically where you're from, uh, and you'll find out who your senator is, and then you just call them up, and you can leave them a phone, leave them a phone message and saying, you know, saying that I am an individual who supports Matt Safe Schools Law. I'm your constituent. This is my address. You can look me up, you know, but I am a person that wants to support it. So few people know that And it takes can, five that, minutes, right? So easy. So easy to do. It's so easy to do. It's five minutes of your time. And, you know, it's really, you know, so many people will say, I, you know, oh, that's so tragic. You know, that's so sad. You know, I saw kids being bullied every day. You know, I, I was bullied. You kids made fun of me because of this, this, this. But they won't go that next step and try to make the change. And they, you know, people feel that they really, you know, so many people will do civil service stuff. Like they'll go to a soup kitchen, they'll help people out, they'll donate their clothes, but they won't contact the senator. They won't go in that kind of political route. And I think that, you know, kind of pushing people or, you know, really letting them know that they can make that change is, is paramount. And it's really, it's, it's, it's like 40 people called their senator, a senator that wasn't, that maybe wasn't in favor of it. You know who knows what that might do. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it would change any minds, but it would definitely convey that there is a passion mm-hmm. 
Because, you know, the other people, the other side, the people who oppose LGBT, they call all the time. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, they do, you know, they, they do call, and they are extremely well organized, too, when they do that. Is so they, we need they, to step up. The LGBT community needs to step up, So and, and we, need to, we need to show that we can do this, too. Well, yeah, it's a major part about it is that, like, uh, you know, that a lot of uh, members of our community, they know that we are here for them, and they know that we will advocate for them. But they're not too aware that we actually need them to be there with us, too, for visibility's sake. That we need them to say, you know, yes, they're advocating for us, and, you know, I am one of the us. Like, I am an individual uh-huh. who is afflicted by this. So, yeah, we, I mean, it's not just the LGBT community that you need to step up, but it's the ally community, too. Right. Because there are far more allies than there I, I mean, what I can suspect is that there's more allies than there are even LGBT people. And if this every ally was just saying, like, you know, yeah, my my best friends are, you know, are getting are getting harassed. They're, they're getting, there's so much mistreatment going on. I'm going to call my senator, and I'm going to make a change. That's brilliant. So, so go to tri.org, try.org, and, and find out who your elected official is. Mm-hmm. And, and then just make a phone call or send them an email. That's or, right. I mean, whatever, whatever you do, any kind of contact to convey that you are in support of House Bill 4162, uh-huh. uh, Matt's Safe Schools Bill. Uh, we'll 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 make change. Today we had a phenomenal day. You know, we we, we made we made a lot of change. We made a lot of progress, but we can always do more. So. Brilliant. So we've been talking with uh, Triangle Foundation, um, Brett Beckerson, who just came from um, Safe School Lobby Day um, in Lansing. And Brett, thanks so much for being with us in Closet for Close. Oh, great. Well, well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Call your senators. Call your senators. Okay. And we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. We're going to listen to um, Bully Side in America. Um, and we'll be right back. Wanda was the one girl we claimed we never knew. Lincoln High School's homecoming queen. She barely graduated with the class of 92 Voted most unlikely to succeed Rumor had it Wanda never knew who her daddy was At least that's what we spread all over town Guess we always thought that we were building ourselves up With the sticks and stones we threw to break her down All the years we thought it didn't matter Cause we never saw her cry And Wanda never asked us Why do you hurt me and treat me like you do? What have I ever done to Looking back, I see the pain that we put Wanda through Just where all the fun and games were leading We didn't realize the damage sticks and stones would do Cause it was deep inside, Wanda was bleeding The paper said her death was self-inflicted Was it suicide? Cause the note she said why do you hurt me and treat me like you do what have I ever done to deserve this from you would you do the things you do There's reaction Broken hearts don't just happen If you put yourself in their position There's no good answer to the question Why do you hurt me? Treat me like you do What have I ever done to Deserve this 
And we are back. So, um, yes, I'm sorry. Thank you, Kim. You did a fabulous job. You oh, are just, you thanks. are a natural. I missed you. Uh, you well, should tell your driver to pick you up on time next uh, time. Well, you know, being the famous person in Italy, today my drive, my normal driver called in sick. Oh, so. and then you had to deal with the paparazzi. Oh, my gosh. They kept blocking me and all the, oh. and the, and because it's a sunny day, they make sure, you know, so I wore oh. my big glasses and my big, oh, good. you know, He does look like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen today, folks. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to talk about that this, uh, that the um, the the song that you just listened to is actually called Wanda's song um, and it's a tribute video to Wanda um, and it's on YouTube and it's the the title of the YouTube is called bully side in America um, and so while you're um, watching the video it talks about various facts and and um, shows various people that uh, pictures of various people who have um, taking their life because the bullying got to be a little too intense, and um, and these are normal kids. Right? Yes, normal kids. Absolutely, right? Absolutely. And, you know, and it was very interesting that you know we were planning this um, fabulous um, program today, and uh, I was. It was very interesting that I would, a friend of mine who works in the Chicago education system just happened to be telling me that they actually have a special fund for uh, students who um, have died violently. Um, in the school system, and, for, and so they'll help pay for their funerals. And I thought, how? I mean, how amazing is that? That mm-hmm. they are that that they have a school. We have a school system in America that has a funeral fund for their students. That's that's you know, amazing and sad. Absolutely. And so, I mean, this is really serious. I mean, the other thing is, you know, I was looking at some statistics, and I thought, you know, really, come on, how many people? Like when I was going through school, you know, how many people really did we bully, and how many people did I mean, did I bully? I mean, not to say that I'm a bully, a bu- you know, but how many people did I witness? And you know, oh, come on, there's only two people in our entire school that I was aware of. Well, you know what? And then I started looking at our statistics. In the state of Michigan, our population is 9,938, so 1,000, so about 10 million people in, in Michigan. So of those that are children of school age between 5 and 18, um, we have almost 2 million children that are between the ages of 5 and 18. Uh, of those um, 2 million people, there are 145,202 victims in, just in the state of Michigan. Wow. Um, of um, the 2 million, there are 138,488 bullies. So uh, 138.5 thousand um, children um, in this, just the state of Michigan alone are bullies. You know, and so this, I just sat there like, oh my gosh, that is like a half a million. I mean, if you start adding up the numbers, because there's also some other statistics about victims and bullies and bullies and victims and things like this. And so it's like that is almost a half a million um, students that um, in the state of Michigan alone that are um, that are bu- that are that are being bu- that are being bullied or are bullies, and I mean this is a, this is way more. I mean, that's five hundred thousand people. That's more than the people in the state. Excuse me, in the city of Ann Arbor. That's amazing. That's amazing. And these are children, right? Exactly. These are children, five to eighteen. Exactly. Right. They can't drink. Some of them can't vote, but they can bully. So you know, you know, it's interesting because you know we talk about while. We're fighting um, the educational system to get our kids' rights in the educational system, and our kids are walking into a battlefield. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, there was one, um, and, and that's one of the things that I thought was also fascinating, <laughs> is that, okay, so there's 50 states in, in the United States. Um, the top 10 best states involved in bullying are um, Wyoming, Vermont, North Dakota, Delaware, Alaska, Alaska of all places. Um, and South- these are the states that, that have the highest rates of bullying? No, no, no. These these are people that are the most involved. These are the states that are most oh, involved preventing in preventing bullying. So um, it's Wyoming, Vermont, North Dakota, Delaware, Alaska, South Dakota, Montana. Um, Not the most populous states. No, Rhode Island, Hawaii, Maine. Now, I don't want to say that these are that they all have laws on the books, <coughs> but they are. But they have campaigns or strong campaigns um, that are involved in making sure that of anti that are involved in. Um, uh, bullying. Um, the ten worst states um, is California, Texas, New York, Florida, um, Illinois. I just mentioned that was Chicago, uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Georgia, New Jersey, 
And guess who else is on that list? Michigan. And Michigan. Some of our most populous states. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So it's really kind of interesting <laughs> um, of how that, that, you know, that we are in um, one of the states that are the worst states um, that are involved in bullying. And, I, and that's one of the things I was really, when I was listening. And so you by t- involved in bullying, you mean like who have bullies and who are the bullies are going unchecked? Yes. Yes, that they are not even because some, like for instance, the ones that are the best states that are involved in bullying, um, the, those are the ones. I mean, they may have an F, like for instance, like Wyoming, North Dakota, Alaska, things like this, South Dakota. They, they don't have any laws on the books, but their Depar- board of education or their, their department of education is Makes heavily sense. involved mm-hmm. in saying that this is this is our this is our policy, <laughs> this is what's going on for us, and and we're not going to even though we don't have anything on the books yet, we are going to be involved in our school system. And making sure that this is a safe place for for our kids to learn, that you know that our higher, I mean, because one of the things as I was listening, it, it was hard to hear. To be honest with you, it was really hard to hear without commenting. Um, <laughs> but I have to admit that. Um, but one of the things was that you know I've heard over and over when I've talked to various people about the um, a- the anti bullying uh, laws and, and making safe schools. Um, one of the things that they're they're consistently saying is that yeah, but you know that the, the the school doesn't have to worry about whether it's a safe place or not. Our primary thing is about education. Doesn't that seem like a disconnect to you? Absolutely. Like if we are what we if okay, I see. I, I've suddenly gotten on top of a soapbox, but but go for it. That's that sounds so ridiculous. Yes, you're you you are. You have to teach to the test or whatever. Like there's yes. t- t- teachers teaching to the test and mm-hmm. and and they want to get their certifications and no child is left behind. But no child is left behind. What about the child is being bullied? Yes. That's not coming with you, but you're dragging along. Exactly. Right. Exactly. There is a learning environment that occurs. So if, if these places aren't safe for our kids, you know. We're doing yeah. injustice to them. Absolutely. Right? And, you know, a bully, it doesn't have to be eye to eye, right? No. There is the, you know, you know, the internet, cyberspace. That's right. Bullying over cyberspace, it, stalking over cyberspace, it all happens. It's Absolutely. All there. Absolutely. And there's even, like, because there, there are some folks, like, for instance, um, I was listening to NBC this morning. I, mean, I was really, I find it very ironic they were having this conversation today, this being Lobby Day. This morning they were. Right. And um, I wake up and NBC, Matt Lauer, you know, I always love waking up to him nude. Oh, man. And, um, and uh, um, he... Um, and he was doing an actual session or, or um, um, a conversation on he did bullying. A segment on a bullying. segment. Thank you. A segment on bullying. And I was uh, stunned that there was this one student that he was talking to, or talking. Yeah, he was talking to. Um, and it's actually on the Today Show website. Is one of the things that the student was saying what, that they were going into is not only were they getting into fist fights, and he was getting like twenty stitches for some of his wounds, and and how they were going after him in the bus, and and they would come after him in wood shop, and I mean like it, I mean the, he developed a set of friends. That were around him. That were that were big people. So when the, those people were around him, the bullies didn't go, didn't come near him. Uh-huh. But it was like things like he was in the middle of class in in wood shop, and they would like and they would pound him. And it was just kind of like, where one, where's the teacher? Second of all, I mean, come on, this is this is supposed to be in a classroom, especially in wood shop. You don't have. You know, you have tools that you're 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 you know yeah, pretty handy, um, and and I just sat there like, oh my gosh! I mean, to go through my day, if I had to go to work every day, and know that my that my bully is in the same room with me all day, mm-hmm. and at any moment somebody he could hit me or she can hit me or anything like this, but then to go home and get on the website or go go, go on the internet and then find a website specifically stating, and this is what happened with this kid. Is that there was a website developed, you know, how to hate so and so, or I hate so and so because, Amazing. or and so they were even bullying him on the internet, and I was just sitting there like, what, you know, I know that we're going through a situation right now about policing um, the internet and how um, there's a woman that's suing um, uh, another neighbor or something because of. The neighbor um, putting out a fake website of a young boy and saying and going after this one young girl, this neighbor girl down the down the street, and she ended up um, killing herself because she found out that it was just it wasn't really there wasn't any young boy there, huh. um, and 
what happened was that, that that she's still the impact of that of being on the internet and and having somebody. I mean, I don't know what I would do if there was an anti Dan Burns you know website out there, um, or at least I haven't found it yet. But one of those <laughs> things where there probably is. But I mean, I just don't. I, I I'm kind of curious of like wow. So not only now that there's this whole psychological, thing, I may not be getting hurt physically but now the emotion that's going through the air right. and the mm-hmm. intellectual stuff that's going on of and and trying to figure out how to get it stopped or it, it, it I, I just it, it probably does I mean it would just tear at my spirit that that would happen you know and one of the good things though I do need to let you know is that when in my search for tonight's um, topic one of the things I did find that the state of Michigan state of Board of Education actually has a policy on bullying. Brilliant. What's and, it say? Um, well, it's a two-page thing, but it says basically a previous um, that providing a safe school environment for our students is the the utmost importance for Michigan's public schools. Bullying is one is one particular is one particularly troubling aspect of student misbehavior that endangers school safety. Bullying is the repeated abuse of students over time by other students can take many forms, including and and combination of physical, emotional, verbal all of which are unacceptable in our schools. And that was just the first paragraph. But it was mm. one of those things where, you know, there are definitely um, things that, I mean, they're acknowledging that this is this is something that's it's pretty serious. And one of the things that people also need to understand, like, well, I was thinking, like, okay, if I had a kid um, who was being bullied, my, you know, one of my children that was being bullied, I mean, what would I do? What kind of actions are there? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was stunned that was on the thing, what you can do as a parent um, is that, they had to remind parents that the that the school works for you. That they're there to help make provide a safe space for your kid to to to, to be educated, mm-hmm. um, and that they work for you. And I just sat there like, oh my god, you have to be reminded of that. Mm-hmm. That you know, or that the police are there to make sure that your kid is not being. Um, they have to respond to to the the concerns of the parent. Absolutely, right? exactly. If any type of an attack, or well, not necessarily the concerns of the parent, but the concern of the child. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the things where, um, I mean, I have to admit. I mean, the police are there to protect property, and children are considered property. So, I mean, they're <laughs> there to take care of the children. I mean, I hate to be as blunt as that, but if the but if the if the police are not responding to harassment or um, I forget what it is, or assault. That's what I was trying to think of. If they're not responding to assault, I mean, come on. I mean, this is this. What kind of a what kind of a society are we growing up in where this is actually allowed? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things that I was even realizing with. Um, I was watching um, Dateline NBC. I've never watched this much NBC before, but anyway, <laughs> I was really kind of amazed. But I think that's why Matt Lauer came on this morning because last night I was watching Dateline NBC and they had this thing about how honest really is America. And one of the sessions that they had, or segments they had, was on this woman, on, on people, would people intervene if they saw somebody being assaulted or or um, being verbally abused? So this idea of a bystander, right? Right, exactly. And they had, so they so they had this fat woman, and I'm going to use the word fat people, believe it, um, uh, this fat woman sitting on a bench reading a book. She was in just kind of like a, a I don't want to say a t-shirt, but it was kind of a fancier short sleeve shirt, uh-huh. um, some uh, shorts, and some... Um, um, Oh, what else? Flip flops. I call them flip flops because they're thongs or whatever. But I don't want to get you to think we're on the beach and the wrong kind of thong. Right, right. Um, and um, and she was just reading a book and just kind of eating some chocolates. And they and she was an actress. Um, and then they had three other actresses come in and then like approach her and then start calling her all kinds of names of, you know, you're so fat. How could you be out here? How could you be so proud of yourself? Oh, oh uh, and just saying things over and over and over. And one of the things, and they were saying extremely hateful things to her. And, and they were like, well, so, you know, so this you know, this fat woman that was on the bench, I mean, they said, wow, you did really good on, on acting. And she said, you know what, actually some of it wasn't acting. It would, They got a little too personal. <sighs> and that was one of the things that was amazing, that these actresses were not scripted. Hmm. And they still were able to dig, the dig deep. The bulliers hmm. were not, um, uh, um, were able to dig deep and be able to find hateful things to say to her. And and there were and I think they counted that there was actually sixty people that walked by within five feet of them that looked over and was hearing the conversation, but actually did nothing. Wow! Did absolutely nothing. And there was, and it was, there was one. There was. Um, I mean, there were. And it seemed to be that it was always women that actually interacted, um, or I- intervened. Um, That's really interesting. And I, you know, I have to think. I have to check myself. Like, what would I do? Right. Would I do something? Right. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> 
And I, I, you know, everyone likes to think that they would, right? Right, right. Oh, so, I would hope so I would. It's this yeah. idea of being a proactive bystander. Right. right. And like, so it was... And it's about risk, too. Like, oh, so yeah. were those people passing by bad people? Right. Probably not. Right. But what does it take? Like, what, what, what will it take? Yes, absolutely. And where are those messages coming from? Like, you, you, you know, we're talking about bullying in the schools, right? So, right. How many of those adults that passed by and didn't do anything were kids? Exactly. Who pa- who were passed by and didn't do anything? Exactly. And I think that that was one of the things that w- there was one gentleman that did go that go that did confront confront them and actually actually ask them to move on and mind their own business and you know and they were like, well, why do you think this is any your business? Like, why why are you intervening like this? He goes, because I'm trying to set a good example for my children. Nice. And I was like, you know what? Those kids are going to be probably going to be. They've seen their. They've seen the representation of, you know, intervening and actually saying, you know, no, this is a human being in front of you, you know, that this is somebody. This is an actual person. It doesn't matter their uh, race, size, um, age, um, anything like that. Um, and so that was one of the things that was just really amazing for them to. Um, to actually interact with and actually see what was going on. So I was really fascinated. Like, you know, so these kids that are being bullied, there are people that are witnessing this. Uh-huh. There are people that are actually watching this happening. And and who's intervening for them? Who's actually taking, um, you know, d- d- taking control of the situation? And, you know, like I said earlier at the, at the beginning of the show, like bullying... Like, we'll say a gay student, like, mm-hmm. that just doesn't hurt the gay students and other gay students, it hurts the straight students. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Because it's creating this this environment where being different is not accepted. Mm-hmm. And why do we have to have, you know, fancy, private, expensive schools mm-hmm. to have to, to, why do I need to send my kids there if, to, to ensure that I have some say about them being safe? You know, right. It seems wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> You know, and well, how humiliating would it be to have your parent be following you through just to protect you? You know, mm-hmm. um, or I mean, and the other thing too is like, why should the person have to be homeschooled? I mean, that's the other option that folks have taken right. is like, oh, well, I'll just homeschool my I'm kid, pull my kid out, right? Yeah, and I'm just like, well, you know, wait a minute here, and so, and that was the other thing too is that education is 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 a is one of the ways you can definitely get ahead in in, in this in in the states. And or in this world, and and these people are dropping out of school or skipping school or um, having truancy issues because mm-hmm. it's safer to be out in the streets. Anything except going to school. Exactly. Right. You know, and the, and so that's one of the things when I hear about terror and and how Bush is trying to take care of the terror before it happen comes to you know outside of the states before it comes here. Well, you know what? The terror is happening here, folks. I mean, it, it's it is actually something that is happening here in the states, here in the state of Michigan, here um, or where. Wherever you are, um, it, you can definitely go on some of the, the Trevor, um, you can go to Bully Police USA, you can go to um, the Trevor Project, I'm sure you can go to the Triangle um, website we mentioned earlier. Um, all of that is um, available to you, but I mean, but the terror is, it is happening right here. And so, and so one of the things that, if you don't mind, are entertaining me here, but I'm going to actually read a little quote that uh, someone said that was actually on Bully Police uh, USA. Um, and it's put yourself in the shoes of a victim of bullying. Every day a child is bullied um, is an eternity to them. We worry about ter- terrorists coming into our, our country and doing us harm. A victim of bullying walks into our, their schools each day knowing their terrorists could strike at any moment and destroy their, destroy their wounded spirit again and again. How long can a child, quote, play on the freeway dodging cars, unquote, before the experience finally becomes too much and they go over the edge. Wow. Exactly. And it's totally true, right? Yes. It's totally true. So so call your state representative, get Matt Safe Schools Law passed, go to try.org, um, enter the numbers, um, learn more at um, try.org and at the trevorproject.org. Absolutely. Um, and be that proactive bystander, be that hero for the day, be the Absolutely. one who sets the example and you know who our hero is so this has been a pretty serious to, uh, past hour our hero that's going to be actually fun this evening is um, by staying tuned and listening to who's that girl who's that girl coming up next you've been listening to Closet for Clothes and WCBN FNR and we will see you next week y'all 
Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbnclosets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. The radio is dying. WCBN keeps it thriving. Don't sleep on their funky grooves and late night rap beats. 88.3 keeps giving music lovers what we need. From hippies to hip-hop heads, the essence of the city isn't dead. If you listen to the station, you'll receive an alternative education. When you feel like lame tunes have got you in a chokehold, turn on 88.3, giving vocals back to the locals. W to the C, don't forget the B and you better listen to this even when you're taking BMs. They make sure they keep the beats coming. Dial 763 to the 3500. WCBM FM Ann Arbor. Hello, you're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. This is Who's That Girl? The freeform show that plays music made by women. And my name is Rachel. Um, coming back from a week's break. Going to start with a song by an artist from from the 70s, 